Nurses, if you were to give yourself a career report card, what kind of grades would you get? Let's talk about your nursing career report card here on episode 111 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello, everyone. What's up? And welcome back to The Nurse Keith Show. Hello to longtime listeners and new listeners around the world. Thanks for being part of The Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, The Innovative Nurse Show, Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift podcast, and Nadine Grishkowiak's The Gluten-Free RN. Definitely check out The Gluten-Free RN and stay tuned for the relaunch of RNFM Radio with my new co-hosts, Sean Dent and Ashley Poffett. We will be launching mid-summer 2017, so keep your ears and eyes open. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 111. That is episode 111. Anyway, I'm thrilled you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me. And let's dig into today's topic. So folks, remember the days when you'd run home from school with your report card to show your parents how well you were doing in school? Or maybe you were the kid who hid your report card at the bottom of your backpack so that your parents wouldn't see it? Well, your nursing career deserves a report card too, and I want to know how you've been doing and what grade you think you deserve. So back on June 6th, 2017, I published a blog post about this nursing career report card. And on this episode of the Nurse Keith Show, I want to unpack that report card for you and talk about how to improve your grades. So in that aforementioned post, I wrote that the nurse's career report card can look different for each person. And there are different categories or classifications that we can use to measure a nurse's success just like we use different categories or classifications to measure the success of a child's work in school. What do you think you excel in? And what areas do you think you need to boost? Now, if we're examining your clinical performance, if you work in a clinical environment, of course we can assign a grade to your assessment skills in neuro or psych or respiratory assessment, etc., And we also know that clinical nurses need to focus on collaboration, communication, documentation, patient relationships. There's all sorts of things we can give a clinical nurse grades on. And those nurses who are working in non-clinical manifestations of their nursing career, like me, we need a totally different set of measures because we have different skill sets that we're using at this time in our work and different responsibilities. So clinical and non-clinical nurses have some crossover However, we also have areas that need to be examined that are quite different from one another. So folks, do you play well with others? Do you readily share your toys with your colleagues? Do you hand in your homework on time? What would your nursing report card say about you? So in the blog post I mentioned, 
there were five categories that I broke down for your nursing career report card, and you can actually review these for yourself, and it'll actually give you some food for thought. It'll give some fodder for the areas of your life and your career where you'd like to maybe move the needle a little bit. So the first one is your career toolbox. The second one is time management. Number three is self-care and wellness. Number four is collaboration, teamwork, and relationships, which is kind of like how you share with your friends and how you play in the sandbox. Number five is networking. Number six is happiness and satisfaction. And number seven rounds it out with career and professional development. So let's dig into all seven of those areas, and then you can start assigning yourself a grade. So I've written and I've done a podcast before about the nursing career toolbox. So let's review what that means and look at how you might want to make some improvements to that toolbox. So the first thing in your nursing career toolbox is your resume. No matter how firmly ensconced you are in your current job, your resume should always be up to date because you never know you might need it. You may not need it to look for a new job, but you may apply for a promotion or you may apply to change positions or change specialties, or you may want to join a committee, for instance, and a resume may be requested and you don't want to be up till three o'clock in the morning working on that resume. So you get an F if you haven't looked at your resume for many, many years, and you get a C minus or maybe a B minus if you looked at it a year ago. If it's been a year, it's time to look at it again. The other thing for your nursing career toolbox is your skeleton cover letter and thank you letter. Just have them sitting there so that you can tweak them as needed. Again, you may not be looking for a job anytime soon, but things can change and other things can come up like that promotion I mentioned, and you may need a cover letter to introduce yourself and say why you deserve that promotion. Next is your LinkedIn profile and your LinkedIn strategy. Those should definitely be part of your nursing career toolbox. I've talked about those ad nauseum on this show, and I would like you to dig into your LinkedIn. What kind of grade do you get on LinkedIn? Next is your business card. Yeah, you need one. You need a business card, folks. And then the other thing is any apps and tools some of which I've talked about here on the show or written about on my blog that make your life easier. Maybe you use UpToDate or Hippocrates, or maybe you use Evernote. Whatever apps and tools you use that keep things organized, keep your thoughts together, and help you reference the things you need when you need them in your career. And anything else that moves the needle for you is part of your nurse career toolbox. And I want to know what your grade is. Give yourself a grade. And if this little diatribe cajoles you to make a change in your nurse career toolbox, awesome. And if you need some help sharpening those tools, give me a ring. The next thing in your report card is time management. Many of us had time management issues when we were in nursing school. Maybe we had them when we were in high school or elementary school. We had trouble making time for homework, studying for tests, making time for all sorts of things in our lives. So as a nurse, what kind of grade would you give yourself for time management? First, we can look at clinically, are you having trouble managing your time? 
Are you a newer nurse and it's hard for you to get everything done in your 12-hour shift? Are you spending several extra hours doing your documentation because you just can't get it done during your shift? Now, if there is understaffing or horrible nurse-patient ratios, some of those things you can't control. But there are probably several factors you can control, like where you work, for instance, and some of your more experienced colleagues might be able to help you figure out how to make better use of your time. Now, time management also affects your personal life. That means getting enough sleep, being able to get to work on time, etc. And that goes into our third category, which is self-care and wellness. Time management very specifically affects your self-care and wellness. If you aren't finding time to get to the gym and you say it's just impossible to do so, or if you can't find time to light a candle and take a nice bath or Go to a movie with your husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend or children. If you think those things are indulgent, then you need to change the notion of time management in your mind so you can do some of those things. Now, nurses take care of patients, but nurses are often really bad patients. So when's the last time you had your teeth cleaned? When's the last time you went to the doctor or the nurse practitioner for a checkup? When's the last time your blood work was done? If time management, if time is the issue here with your self-care, something needs to change because you need to focus on yourself, my friends. The next section of your report card, and we have to see where you get a grade here, is collaboration, teamwork, and relationships. We all know Playing in the sandbox at work is very important. There are doctors and physical therapists and case managers and nurse leaders and executives and cafeteria staff and food service people and janitorial environmental staff. There's so many people you need to deal with at work, not just patients and patients' families, but they're part of it too. So those relationships are important for you to figure out how you are navigating them. And maybe there's something you need to change in terms of relationships. If there's a surgeon with whom you always have rancorous communication, maybe you need to sit down with that surgeon and say, hey, things haven't been going pretty well for us, and I would like to change the nature of our relationship. Can we talk about being more respectful with one another? Can we somehow improve the nature of a relationship because we know it's going to make our jobs easier and we know patient outcomes are going to be better because we're going to collaborate together on a more friendly and professional basis. So whatever it is about your relationships at work, definitely look at that and consider what kind of grade you deserve for collaboration and teamwork. And when it comes to relationships, let's just tip our hat to personal relationships. How is your career affecting your relationship with your spouse, your children, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever it is? Are you not getting out and socializing because you're just too tired? That's also part of your career development, and that relates to self-care and satisfaction. If your social life is suffering because of your work as a nurse, you need to give yourself a grade and then put together an action plan, some steps to take in order to improve those personal relationships as well. Speaking of relationships, we need to look at networking. If you listen to this podcast or read my blog, 
or read my book, you know that I think networking is really important. And like I've said before, and I said in the blog post, a lot of nurses panic when they lose their job or when they get out of school or when they earn, let's say, a new designation or certification, and then they need to figure out how to break into that particular area of specialty practice. And if you haven't been networking all along, it is a steep climb, my friends, when you don't have anyone on your LinkedIn and you don't have any connections that you've nurtured and you need references and don't know who to ask. Networking is something you do from the first day you sit down in that nursing school, your first class, till the day that you retire or even after you retire. So if you're getting a C or a D or an F in networking, time to make a change. Read my book, listen to my podcast, give me a ring. Let's talk about networking because you need to do it for the life of your career. Hey folks, I want to take a quick pause for the cause here to remind you that I'm going to be speaking once again at the National Nurses and Business Association Annual Conference in St. Pete's Beach, Florida, September 8th, 9th, and 10th, 2017. If you have even a tiny interest in starting a business or a side hustle as a nurse entrepreneur, the NNBA conference is the premier place to be in order to light the fire of nurse entrepreneurship in your heart and mind. And you know what? Kevin Ross and Elizabeth Scala from RNFM Radio and the Pulse Media Network are going to be joining me in presenting a pre-conference workshop on the power of podcasting. That's right. If you would like to launch a podcast, whether it's related to nursing and healthcare or something entirely different, you can learn from us. We're the experts and you can come away with everything you need to know to launch your own podcast. There are also going to be pre-conference workshops on legal nurse consulting, on the business of blogging, so many great ways to learn, so many awesome people to meet. This is my favorite conference of the year. So head over to the show notes for this episode and click on the links for more information. I will see you in Florida at the National Nurses and Business Association Conference, September 8th through 10th, 2017. The next area is happiness and satisfaction. Yes, yes, yes. I want you to be happy in your personal life and I want you to be happy in your career. And those are not mutually exclusive, my friends. If you're doing all the quote unquote right things and you're still miserable in your life, something's got to change. We need to dig deep and figure out what's wrong. Maybe you have a great resume. Maybe your nursing skills are just off the charts, but Maybe you just feel horrible about your job or your employer or your colleagues every day, but things haven't changed and you're just miserable. So you need to figure out in terms of your happiness and satisfaction, what makes you tick? What gives you satisfaction? How does joy manifest in your life at home and at work? And if you would give yourself a grade in terms of your personal and professional happiness and satisfaction, be really honest. Tell yourself, you know, how happy am I? How satisfied am I? Am I on the edge of burnout? Am I experiencing compassion fatigue? Am I no longer really able to look at my patients and feel the empathy and compassion that I used to? Has something changed towards the negative? On the other hand, 
Maybe you're super happy at home and maybe your work is going just great. Things are well, you're taking care of yourself, you're managing your time, you feel like your career is on the right track, your relationships at work and home are just really just hunky-dory. Maybe you'll give yourself an A+. Maybe you are a totally happy person at work and at home. Usually for most of us, there's something something that could be improved. And for many of us, there are many, many areas of our lives that need improvement. Some of us are great at work, great at moving our careers forward, but our self-care just sucks. We don't do anything for ourselves. Or maybe some of us take really good care of ourselves, but we haven't done anything to improve our clinical skills for years. So look at that satisfaction, folks. How happy are you And what kind of grade would you give yourself for your personal and professional satisfaction? Finally, the seventh and last category is career and professional development. Like I said, maybe you haven't done anything to improve your clinical skills for years. Or maybe your resume has been sitting in a drawer gathering dust. Maybe you haven't taken anything more than the most simple CEU course for a while and Maybe you need to go to a big conference. Maybe you need to go to the AANC NTI conference in May and just get a shot of adrenaline and energy from those hundreds and hundreds of nurses who gather at NTI every year. Maybe you need to go to the National Nurses and Business Association conference with me in September and learn about nurses who are entrepreneurs and business people. Maybe it's time for you to get a BSN or an MSN, or a PhD, or a DNP, or become a certified professional nurse coach, or look at becoming a certified pediatric nurse. You know, professional development looks different for everyone. Your development might be becoming a super user in the EHR that's used in your unit or in your hospital. For another, it might be joining a committee or volunteering for healthcare for the homeless in your city. Career development doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to be just, oh, I'm going to take a CEU. It can be doing something out of the box, like going to the local boys and girls club and saying, hey, I want to teach boys and girls about what it's like to be a nurse, or I want to teach some first aid skills to kindergartners. You know, whatever it is that moves the needle, whatever lights your fire, that's career development, my friends. And In the blog post, I mentioned something, and I definitely want to call it out right here. I've talked about this before, and I want to say it again, that there are times in our lives when career development, when focusing on these issues, just isn't important. Our careers take a back seat when a baby's born, when our parent is ill, or our parent dies, or our spouse becomes temporarily or permanently disabled, or we have a child who really needs our attention for a while, or we have a friend who really needs our attention. So there are things that happen in our personal lives that preclude us doing anything about our careers, and that's totally okay. It's really all right to put your career on the shelf and say, you know what, I'm just going to coast here for a while. I need to focus on some other aspect of my life. Maybe you have a chronic illness yourself and you need to focus on your self-care big time. You need to get an A++ in self-care and just put everything else on the back burner. That is totally cool. So I just want to acknowledge that our lives are all different. And the things I'm talking about here, some of them, you're just going to 
not even pay any attention to them at all at certain periods of your life. But when the dust settles, when things get back to some semblance of normal, it might be time to dig back in again. So nurses, nobody really gives you a report card but yourself. Well, maybe that's not true. When you have your annual review at work, you do kind of get a report card. So that's not totally true. But if you need help with any of those areas, you can hit me up and I will help you. You can email me, call me, leave me a message, text me, and we can work on improving your grades in any particular area. If you're playing well with others, but you aren't getting enough recess, we definitely need to change that calculus, don't we? And if you really stay up to date on evidence-based nursing research, but your resume has been sitting there and you really need to update it or you want to really dig into LinkedIn, those are some places where we can dig in as well. So folks, making the grade is about you. It's not about anyone else. It's about what you want. It's about where you are in your nursing career. It's about where you're going, your short-term, your mid-term, and your long-term goals like I've talked about before. This isn't about pressure coming from other people. It's not about who tells you what you should do or shouldn't do. It's about what's going to bring you joy, what's going to bring you satisfaction, what's going to bring you health and success, what's going to move you forward in a way that feels really good for you. So your homework, my friends, is to look at these seven areas, your career toolbox, time management, self-care and wellness, collaboration, teamwork and relationships, networking, happiness and satisfaction, and career and professional development. Once you've reviewed all seven of these, figure out which ones you've gotten a bad grade in, and then you can talk to me about what we can do to get your grades up next semester. So manifesting the career you want isn't always easy. It's something that we need to figure out. It's something that we need to focus on. So folks, whatever it is you need to do, we need to talk about it or you need to talk about it with someone you love and respect so that you can make things happen and make your life and your career feel better from the inside out. Well, there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening to The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. And I want you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and career development. Did you know you could become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show? Yes, I have a couple new patrons over at patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com. You can pledge as little as $2 a month to support the work I do here at the Nurse Keith Show. That is 50 cents per episode. If you pledge $5 a month, I will send you a lovely postcard from Santa Fe, New Mexico to show you my gratitude. And if you pledge more than that, other gifts will come in the mail. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappiespeason. Hats off to Tim and Mark for their help and assistance and professionalism. Tim and Mark, I couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. Sign up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. Leave me a voicemail 
right at nursekeith.com with the bright red banner at the far left of any page of the website. Folks, I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, get really good grades on your report card, and take inspired action in the interest of your nursing career. Keep tuning in. We're going to keep exploring all of these issues that are going to move the needle for your career. I want you to be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and I'll just say adios until next time. Take care, folks.